Hello and welcome to the 90th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, um, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So in this week, we've got Julie Pacini um, leading us in a great chat about getting past a plateau in PPC. I think this is a, definitely a very important um, topic because, um, you know, we all have reached there. There's all there's a thing called um, a diminishing point of diminishing return where you're spending more money, but you're not actually getting more revenue. So you're just increasing a client CPA and, you know, you're just reducing their return on investment. And yeah, the client just gets more upset by that than the fact that, you know, the performance has actually plateaued. So hey, we, we talked through some strategies about, you know, facing that, talking to the client about it and, you know, and what other things to suggest when um, those kind of things happen. So, yeah, we've got um, Julie starting off with make plans with me to join, um, you know, the chat on getting past a plateau in PPC. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, she also asked with the, you know, nice little um, soft question saying, any thoughts on the big advertising spectacle that was the Super Bowl telecast this week? Yeah, I hear uh, J-Lo and Shakira made a great show out of it. I really didn't watch it, not really into the whole showy and American sports thing, but, you know, it sounded like it went down a blast. So, yeah, anyway, getting on with that. But, yeah, we'll get straight into question one. And she asks, have you experienced this? Um, You've got an account performing well, but it gets stuck at a certain level and seems to want to just stay there. So, yes, and that's what we're talking about, plateau. So a lot of people agree with that. I said, sure. Colin Slattery goes, woo boy, have I. Happens pretty frequently in my experience, especially if you're dealing with volume constraints. Julie Bettini goes, most definitely it can be maddening. Robert Brady several times over the years. Ryan Bennion, yes. Sam replies, definitely happens. And um, yeah, most frequently in client situations where they either defund testing or refuse to make other investments in marketing to drive search demand. Um, and um, yeah, we've got Daniel Vardy saying it happens quite a bit. Sometimes it's the client not wanting to change things, no budget, no testing. Sometimes it's volume. You've got to come up with a something though. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, as well... Um, Julia Weiss going, um, yes, definitely. So we go straight into question two, saying, um, Julia asking, have you also experienced accounts or campaigns where you just can't get them to perform to the level you want, no matter what you try? And yeah, in response to that, we've got a few agreements there saying as well, saying absolutely, not necessarily tanking, but can't get the place it needs to be. Mike Lewis replies, um, there have been goals I've fallen short with. Sometimes there are things out of your control. Lawrence Jones replies, those were the worst. Always makes you feel like you have no clue what you're doing. Yes, been there. Um, Julie Bettini replies also, yes, if there's little to no investment in awareness or branding, search does not generate demand. It merely capture 
manufacturers it. Yeah, so if branding has not been done, don't even try PPC. Ryan Bennion replies, I hate it when I come up with a great idea or copy and then it doesn't perform. It is important to follow the data, but it's also important to see if it's affecting lift in other areas where you don't think it would grow. Colin Slatter replies, I had this happen many times as well. Sometimes it's just not meant to be. Sometimes you're just not doing it right. Can definitely be infuriating though. Cami Karras replies to question two, saying only time this happens to me is if client just doesn't have the budget for proper campaign management or isn't properly funded or motivated to compete in the pool they have chosen. Robert Brady replies also a big yes. Sometimes there are auctions where the client just can't justify the CPC even at healthy conversion rates. Um, Kirk Williams replies to question two, saying yes, though sometimes that may be a matter of changing expectations. Maybe the best thing for that search account isn't to keep beating profit out of it, but to maintain it and expand into another channel to increase targeted searches. Daniel Vardy replies to question two as well, saying in those cases, perhaps goals is the issue. In other times, you try to do what you think will work better and it fails, like the old structure or targeting was clearly dumb and you're like, shit, I can't fix this in a day and it doesn't work and you are clueless. So um, going on to question three, um, and just to quickly snap in there saying that with, I totally agree with all these comments that yes, I have experienced plateau and yes, I've experienced times where I've tried many things, but it just really hasn't worked. Um, so going on to question three, um, Julie goes, do you find that plateaus in performance happen more frequently on some platforms versus others? If so, which one? Um, going to those answers, Julia Vice replies, search and Facebook mostly, but I wonder if it's because there's often less investment in other channels equals to more room to grow. Colin Slattery replies, I find plateauing to happen more frequently on search simply because you can run out of search volume, especially for niche industries, and going broader is often a ton of waste. We then have Lawrence Jones replying to question three as well, saying search seems to keep chugging along regardless. It tends to be things like Reddit and Twitter. I've had issues with stalling out in the past. Mike Lewis replies to question three, saying I'd say display campaigns. When targeting niche groups, you can always create new ads, but it's hard to succeed when your market is tapped. Um, and Julie Bettini replies saying search by itself is not an infinite well for it to grow. More people must actually be searching for what you're selling either by brand or generically. Social trends, um, social tends to be limited more by budget and or creative in my experience if your target is big enough. Um, and then yeah, Daniel Vardy replies um, to Julia Vice, where Julia had replied to question two saying, CRO is a major challenge here. You might be doing everything right, accounting for every specific nuance, but if the funnel is broken post-click, you, the client, the UX team have to fix it. Um, government, insurance, health, and financial clients have a real challenge here. Daniel replies, 100%, I'm a firm believer you need to match the site with what your effort in search is. You can bring a horse to the trough, but you can't make him drink. That's a saying, right? <laughs> Definitely a saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got Sam replying to question three as well, saying, I think different kinds of plateaus happen on different platforms. Search tends to happen when volume stagnates, where display or social tends to happen when either... Um, going too broad or B, going too narrow or niche. Um, and yeah, 
and so we've got um, Daniel Vardy going to reply to question three as well, giving his answer, saying, I would say search plateaus more because there's a finite things you can do at some at some point. You can always test other display or paid socials. Um, Julie then goes on to question four, saying, what are some things you like to try if you find yourself in that dreaded plateau phase? Does it vary by platform? Um, and then, yeah, Mike Lewis replies to that, saying, for text text campaigns, I try to expand keywords slowly and experiment with bidding strategies for display, including social. It's about targeting and creative. And for my answer to question four, I said that, yeah, for search, when all the go-to optimization measures aren't working, I feel that's when you have to do things radically. And that's the things like audiences and some radical testing. For audiences, this is where you start thinking about, you know, which one should you be excluding, you know, and which one should you be bidding up for. Um, radical testing, totally different landing pages. So things are absolutely totally different, not just deciding to test, you know, different button types or the text moving from the top to the bottom or moving text around. Actually, let's try a totally different landing pages, making sure the keywords is relevant to the ad copy and that landing page, but just literally, absolutely totally different landing pages to really help shift that performance. And yeah, we've got some amazingly uh, loads of suggestions for question four. We've got Lawrence Jones also going, um, Julia Weiss both mentioned it, but CRO and site changes tend to be big for me in resolving the plateaus, but it can depend on channel. Um, we've got Daniel Vardy going, shake it up with something we haven't tried before that like weird ad copy shifts. Um, or things we have tried a long time ago and didn't work. I don't like it when a client says, we've tried it five years. Digital shit changes constantly. Um, <laughs> Nayami Kaba replies saying, try to see if there's a way to expand the reach even further. But we usually start to look at the site and try to see if we can diagnose why conversion rates aren't higher. Julia Vice replies saying, though we pull different levers per platform, I like to step back and look at the product, the message, how we're qualifying leads, all those things that make a funnel fancy. Um, yeah, Ryan Venian replies saying, I like to start reading industry trends. I also have a go-to playlist that gets the brainwaves moving in different ways to stimulate ideas. I love radical suggestions like, yeah, listen to music that inspires you. Um, and then he goes, I think it's important to realize you don't have all the answers and you should leverage relationships, thought le uh, leaders where possible, definitely like the PPC chat team. Um, Julie Bertini then replies saying, re-examine assumptions. For example, are the people who are converting actually the people who you think most convert? Sometimes small adjustments or pulling out an ad group set to be more specific can make a difference. Also, sometimes not. Kami Karis replies question four saying, like to try maybe strong wording, but begrudgingly, sometimes we have to make radical changes which are very uncomfortable. This is for clients that may be major players, so the stakes are high. El Chase replies question four saying, if we're seeing search plateau, you can one, try expanding your keywords. Two, look for other areas such as video. Or three, work on improving CRO on the site so you optimize what you are already getting. That's very true. If the, if the clicks are not converting, yeah, you really should not be spending the money there. John Kagan replies to question four saying, comb through the site data to see if there's something glaring showing why folks are abandoning, then eyeball the competition ads. Julia Vice replies, but really for all those questions, check the tracking. Ah, oh, yeah. 
check the tracking. <laughs> Definitely. Team Jensen replies on the search at NDSA can be worth testing. Combined with RLSA, you might find some new keywords from what your past vi visitors are searching. Amanda replies to question four, saying there are infinite strategies to try when you hit a plateau, but only a few will be likely to move the needle. Needle movers, new channel, Bing, Google Shopping, new audience, international market maybe, and new offers. Kristen Palmer then replies to question four, saying um, I like to get a fresh set of eyes on the account, asking someone else who hasn't been in the account to take a look has always revealed a few ideas of something I just didn't notice because I got stuck in the weeds. Yes, getting people to audit your account is not a bad thing. Getting someone else to just see what you're doing is not a bad thing. People fear that someone is going to make them look bad and make them think that you make your managers or client think that you've not been doing your job well. Sometimes you've just been working hard on one solution and you need someone else to suggest something fresh and new that's a good thing not a bad thing and then we've got sam replying to question four saying depends on the platform for search i tend to switch to a core um, broad audience targeting structure for facebook and instagram i started to test different audiences and creative and then scaling up as appropriate um, and then, yeah, Julie then goes on to question five saying, what do you find generally is a client's attitude about a performance plateau? Yes, there's always a complaint about this one. And before we even get to all the other answers, I'm just going to start with mine. Saying part one, what are you doing to improve the account? Part two, hey, here's a list of suggestions on how to optimize the account. Suggestions we've either already implemented or what we know won't work. Yes, I know in the past I've said that, you know, test everything. Don't always say that, you know, what won't work, you know, make sure the numbers um, support your hypothesis. But yeah, there's a lot of clients thinking, all of a sudden thinking that they know better than they know how to optimize it since, you know, when performance is starting to plateau. Anyway, get into other people's answers. Um, Julia Weiss replies saying, my favorite answer, it depends. A plateau can happen in a good or profitable place and it can happen in a not good place. And if your client is looking for long-term loyalty, they will react differently than someone chasing growth at all costs. Kristen Palmer replies to question five, and I find that it's a very linked to the amount of internal pressure they are or aren't receiving combined with their personality type. That's very true. Somebody might just be having a bad day. Eltos <laughs> replies saying they do not like it. Most of my clients are very growth oriented. So plateaus are just walls we have not yet knocked down or climbed over yet. Daniel Vardy replies at some point, they think they don't need you anymore. Why am I paying you if I see the things see the things um, every week or month. That's why it's important to always add value outside of performance. Colin Slattery replies, truthfully, the ones who are discouraged are harder to deal with for me than the ones who are angry. Yeah, you can always calm down an angry person, but yeah, the discouraged ones, just you just, you just need to try to pull them. Trying to pull them back onto your page can be exhausting. Lawrence Jones replies to question five, saying, to be honest, a lot of the times, as long as it's cost, it isn't costing them money, they don't really realize, but for big accounts, they are more open to try and break the plateau. Um, Mike Lewis replies, usually to try another form of marketing, which I actually think is a very good suggestion. I wish I had clients, oh, you know, up for that. If I have extra money for you to try the other channels, go ahead and do it. Julie replies, and I agree, it does depend where the plateau happens. If the initiative can't gain momentum, it is very different from we are making really good numbers, but of course, always would like more. Um, Amanda replies to question five, saying clients often come to me wanting to fix PPC when there are bigger business factors, i.e. website issues, inventory issues, resellers with lower prices, etc., that are hurting performance.
And also in reply to question five, John Kagan goes, I try and communicate to them about the possibility of it in advance and keep that info coming the whole time so they aren't surprised and take it in stride. Um, and then, yeah, Sarah Romano replies to question five saying they think we are coasting. Even if every variable is the same month to month, we should be able to extract some kind of insight to continue to improve performance. If it's flat, cost metrics, the client is happy. Um, then let's test a new campaign type or channel. Then going up to question six, um, Julie asks, do you, do you find that performance plateaus share any commonalities such as length of time, a certain level of volume, etc.? Um, at the time, I didn't have an answer to this one, and I don't really think I still do. And um, because, yeah, I've never really seen any commonalities of, or even thought to look at that kind of analysis to analyze the different plateaus I've seen and whether there is any commonality. Um, Mike Lewis replies, there are so many variables, so I try not to connect dots that might not be there. If I see results trending down or being stagnant, I try to examine the specific situation. Julia Vice replies, I find it happens after a restructure, so I, in I intervene, audit, suggest some major changes, then give the changes time to iterate. From there, it often gets to a good but stable place. That's a very interesting hypothesis, and I might look out for that now. <laughs> um, and then coming... Karis replies to question six saying, other than plateaus due to extremely limited audience or traffic, we generally do not see a plateau before 16 to 18 months in paid search, even when dealing with the customers who receive over 75% of traffic, always improving rowing in some way, even if the traffic remains the same. That's a good one. Um, Daniel Vardy replies to question six saying, nothing like that, but it happens when you put all your focus into one area and don't develop... Um, other things like site change, other, other channels, focusing on individual trees rather than forests. Um, then Julie then goes on to question seven, saying, what do you do if you have tried everything and the account or campaign just won't budge? Um, and in answer to question seven for that, I say in agreement with, um, yeah, our why not web, and that was um, Kami Karis even. Um, yeah, I say don't keep throwing money at an account that isn't working. If a client is giving me X budget and I can only spend half of it, I'll be upfront about it and suggest a different channel. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, Julia Weiss replying to question seven, they're saying this is a tough one. It's different per client and per goal, but I like to try a new channel and see how they work together or don't. Colin Slattery replies to question seven saying this is a tough one and by that point I'm usually I'm usually feeling pretty bad about myself on the account. I will try to suggest doing something completely different but usually the client doesn't trust us because of lack of performance and then we get fired. Ooh, that's very tough. Um, Mike Lewis reply, replies, phone a friend <laughs> and gives an office um, gift along with that. Um, and then going on to one of our previous questions, we've got L Chase replying to question six saying, hitting a plateau usually after a period of time just means it's time to push into some different areas to continue growth. Whether that is new campaign types, new channels, etc. there's usually a way to push past. It just may not be easy to find. Julie Bicini then replies to question seven saying, if you've tried everything within a particular channel, try another channel to see if you can get a little momentum going. It can be hard to get by and to try another channel when the ones you're currently managing stagnate optimism helps and a plan 
So Daniel Vardy replies to question seven, saying, ban the office, collect insurance money, or get my head out of my ass, ask for help from someone who doesn't live and breathe the account, tried everything, doesn't really exist. Um, also, this industry changes, so there's always something. Yes, very true. Um, and then Amanda replies to question seven, saying, never, ever give up. I had a client in a declining industry that liked me because I kept trying new ideas and making small improvements. Sam replies to question seven, saying, in that situation, it's decision time. You usually have three options. A, the PE approach, cut everything that doesn't perform mercilessly. B, the VC approach, pour jet fuel on the spark and see if you can start a bonfire. Or C, the pivot, find a new market or value proposition. I mean, Cabra replies to question seven, saying, I tried to get someone else to take a look at the account to see if they can see something they can. Um, Julie then goes on to our second to last question of the day. Um, question eight, she goes, do you have any theories about what causes plateaus to happen in the first place? Um, but before we go into that, and this was my follow-up to um, question seven, where Cami had said, if it's a successful campaign and it's making the client journey, then we recommend expanding to other outlets or platforms. If it never returns on investment, then we are upfront that they shouldn't waste their money or should reevaluate product audience, pricing, etc. Um, and then, yeah, as to why the reasons why um, plateaus happen in the first place, we've got Tim Jensen giving an answer going seasonal trends for some businesses. Search volume isn't always there in slower, t in slower times. Julia Vice going, it's algorithmic medic, it's algorithmic media. So if a bot is aiming at CPA, CPCs, video views or whatever, it's hard to break it away from that, from what it's learned to do for months. Laws of inertia as applied to Google and Facebook algorithms. Um, and then I'm only seeing that Julie's answered question seven here saying, don't be afraid to be honest and say, I'm not sure what else we can be doing in this platform, but I think Idea X has promised their clients know you want to see success for them as much as they want to see that success. Very true. Um, Colin Slattery replies to eight saying, I think plateaus are naturally unexpected and I think everything eventually ends at some sort of plateau. You're usually, you're usually not on the ultimate plateau, but over the long-term improvement and growth trend trends towards zero. Um, John Kagan replies to um, question six, actually, saying time on site or bounce rate always seems to become most abundant when I can't seem to grow it any further. Um, then going back to question, answers to question eight, El Chase goes the first obvious one, but not anyone not by anyone here in PPC chat is laziness, not willing to test new ideas. Otherwise, sometimes we need to jump out of that box to find growth opportunities. Um, and yeah, my answer to question eight was saturation of the market and people are looking at a different solution. So yeah, if like there's a new product that has come to the market and you know, uh, uh, there's making a buzz, the old solution, searches for the old solution will obviously plateau in my, in my opinion. I just think that is... Um, pretty mathematical in that case really and then going on to our last question of the day julie asks what do you wish clients understood better about accounts performances over time and i think one that we'll definitely mention is that you know if there's no brand if there's no branding um yeah PBC is not going to work. PBC doesn't, does not work in a silo. And I like um, Tim Jensen's um, first answer to this one saying, focus on long-term trends, not short term. And yes, do not panic about the one-off anomaly, but actually wait for actually a trend to start coming up. 
Um, so yeah, we've got Sam then replying to um, question eight, saying some combinations of A, the law of shitty click-through rates, B, limited economic growth, C, increased competition, and D, rapid pace of innovation tends to in- conspire to stagnate plateau or campaigns. Colin Slattery replies to question nine, saying related to plateau, but also swings one way or the other, and that's if we're doing our jobs well, the general trend is towards improvement and growth, but there are periods where it stagnates or sometimes goes the other way. El Chase replies to question nine, saying customer acquisition and lifetime value of a customer. Sometimes clients look too closely at just the base numbers versus growth and lifetime value. The other areas, usability and CRO on your website or through your call center, etc. Big impacts. Daniel Vardy replies to question nine, saying that we can't afford everything, but we still try to move as many levers as we can. Sometimes some people don't convert because they don't feel like it at the moment or couldn't find their wallet. Julie Vicini then replies to question nine, saying, look beyond CPA, ROAS, etc. How has the health and strength of the business grown? Um, think beyond the first action of sale. Look, really look at your whole customer experience through actual customers' eyes. Um, and then, yeah, Cami then gives another answer to question nine, saying, if you're good at what you do and have maximized your budget, there's always a ceiling in your future for any single platform or campaign. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, yeah, Julia then cause, um, replies to question 19, continued, what I can do is bring good traffic to you. You have a role to play by having something worth a damn for visitors to enjoy once they arrive. Very true. Um, yeah, something goes then there's a, that there's a lot of randomness in the short-term outcomes, but a relatively high degree of predictability in long-term outcomes of performance. Don't change things because of short-term dip, but absolutely do change things when that dip becomes a pattern. And that's pretty much reiterating what I said. And I must say it was based on what um, he said. And that's it for our chat for this week. So um, yeah, um, Julie rounds us up saying, you know, thank you for everyone that joined the chat. Um, and yeah, there'll be, oh, you know, she, she will be hosting next week as well. Um, but topic is to be decided. And as usual, you know, go on the website, go, um, I think it's officialppcchat.com to find out, you know, more. Yes, officialppcchat.com to find out, uh, you know, more about the previous roundups like my podcast or, um, you know, to just share any ideas on what you'd like for a topic. So how did you guys find that topic? I hope you really enjoyed it, took some great takeaways. I think that this is one of those um, great chats where people give ideas on how to actually do your PPC. Um, So even if your account has not plateaued, I'm sure there's something in those um, comments that have been shared that you could just implement to optimize to get ahead of the possible plateauing. Um, I think it's very important to remember PPC does not work in a silo. Wait for the trend wait for the trend and yeah if you're if the ppc is not working past a certain budget it is definitely worth bringing another channel and pushing the money towards another channel to help because ppc does not work on its own as i first as my first point <laughs> was made so hope you found this talk useful and took some great takeaways um, and if you want to have a chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solution do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com and remember for your campaigns or businesses to run smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye